0: to Making Lemonade with Wit and Kels. On this week's episode, Wit is going to tell us about our guest.
1: Yes, yeah, so my cute friend Shannon is here. We're so excited to have her. She is going to tell us about her son who was diagnosed with cancer and just their journey with that. I just can't even imagine getting that diagnosis. No. Yeah. Watching your child and your family. Yeah.
0: All the feelings. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel the most helpless as a mom when my kids are sick. Mm -hmm. The most helpless. And so I can't imagine, you know, how helpless she felt. So anyways, we're excited to talk to her. Yes. I'm excited to learn from her. Yep. So So welcome, Shannon. Thank you. I'm excited to talk about him (laughs) and our journey and yeah, spread awareness. Good. 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 Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your family and then just kind of like where this whole thing started? Okay. Um, so my husband's Patrick and we have four kids.
2: Um, I'm going to kind of start back a little bit before I get into like his symptoms and stuff, but, um, we built a home in 2015 and we moved in two days before Thanksgiving. So we made our first house payment January 1st and 2 weeks later we found out Jack's had cancer.
0: Oh wow.
2: And he is my oldest and mm-hmm. he was 7 at the time.
0: Okay.
2: Um So I'm going to try not to get emotional, but it's hard. Oh
1: yeah.
2: You're <laughs> um good. yeah, so then I'll get back into like his symptoms and how it started, but honestly like it didn't start until a week before he was diagnosed that we noticed some symptoms. Um, he slept over at my mother-in-law's and um, they brought him home to me the next day and she said that he had been coughing all night and um, he had complained of like heart pain, like his heart was hurting and he also had some pain down like his left arm. And so at the time you just think, oh, it's probably just like heartburn or something, you know, not nothing serious. Um Well, the next day, my husband kind of noticed a little bit of swelling in his face. Not much, but just he could see a little change. I didn't really notice much. Um, And then Wednesday, the coughing got so bad. And he woke up, and his face was swollen so bad, he almost couldn't open his eyes. He had a bulge on the right side of his neck. And, like, his cough was super croupy, like a, Mm -hmm. you know, that really bad-sounding cough. And, um, so I called the doctor and we got him out to an appointment and they gave him like breathing treatments, started him on some steroids. Um, and we just went from there and I went out to a dental too because of the swelling. I thought maybe he had like an abscess or something Mm -hmm. that would cause swelling. So we took him out to the dentist and everything was fine there. So nothing dental, um, and then the next day was even worse. Ugh. It was so bad. <laughs> he, he didn't sleep. He was coughing so much. And um, the swelling got worse. And so we went back into the doctor. He did blood work, um, more breathing treatments. And that night, she, my doctor called me with the results of the blood work. And she says that, you know, his blood work's okay. You know, nothing that would be like cancer or anything crazy. And so just keep up the breathing treatments and on the steroids and stuff like that. And then that night, um, it was really bad. He couldn't breathe. And so I had to call my father-in-law and he came up and gave him a priesthood blessing and we gave him more breathing treatments and it just wasn't helping. And we had debated on taking him into the ER and, you know, getting into a new home and you use all your savings, you know, your, that financial stress was there. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's okay. Let's just give him another breathing treatment, you know, let him sleep. And it helped for a while. And um, then that morning, he's, you know, he made it through the night, luckily. <laughs> that morning, um, we went back out to the doctor again because it was worse. Oh. And, he, you know, gasping for air mm-hmm. and... Um, went in and I just said, this is not working. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong. And she's like, you know what, let's send him in for a chest x-ray and make sure everything's okay on the inside. So we went into our local ER and, um, he had an x-ray done. And I just remember the lady going, well, you guys just wait out in the hall. And I just instantly knew something was wrong. Mm -hmm. And so we are out there waiting and, uh, um, sorry, Um, my doctor called me and said, Shannon, I hate to give you this news, but your son has cancer. They call it a mediastinal mass. And um, she says, you need to get down to primaries right away. Mm -hmm. And the lady gave me an option of like going down by ambulance or just driving. And of course, another thing, I didn't want to have the ambulance bill. So I was like, I'll just take him. And I remember walking out of the hospital and just, like, in, in that moment, you're, like, in shock. Mm-hmm. So it didn't hit me until I called my husband and I had to tell him, Honey, Jackson has cancer. And that's when it really set in. And those emotions just hit you so hard, like, <laughs> what are we going to do? What's going to happen? You know, is this really cancer? Um <clears throat> So on my way to, I had, this was during the day, so my other kids were at school. So I had to go pick up Dom. He was six at the time. I had to go pick him up. And I just remember on the way to the hospital, I was just shaking like this. Mm-hmm. My foot was like, like a rabbit, you know, yeah. I couldn't stop shaking. And um, I get into the school and the, the secretary at the desk was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. No, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I checked him out and went home and um, we said a prayer and then we headed over to my parents to drop Dominic and my, I had a little girl that was one and a half at the time, dropped him off to my parents and then we headed down to primaries. And I just the whole way down to primaries, we just we just kept praying and saying, please don't be cancer, please don't be cancer. Like we just wanted it to be something else. Mm-hmm. We don't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. And then down there at the ER, um, you're just the doctors are sitting there talking to you about cancer and you know, kind of things like what they're gonna do, you know, the testing that has to go on and whatnot to figure out like what kind and
0: it was just like a nightmare. Oh yeah, because yeah, <laughs> like cancer shouldn't be a part of anyone's vocabulary. No,
1: uh uh-uh. Let alone watching
0: your child. Yeah.
1: Oh yes. Gosh. And that happened so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. didn't have symptoms until it was yes. like
2: bad. Yes. Ugh. And so that was one of the things we asked was you know, how like how long has this been going on? Like mm-hmm. he just barely started showing sy- symptoms, but um after we found out what kind it was it was like 3 to 6 months that it grew so it was wow. a very fast
0: growing cancer so now that you know could you look back and think maybe there were symptoms at this point not no, at all okay uh-uh.
2: i that was one thing i just sat and tried to remember like mm-hmm. if there was anything but honestly we didn't notice anything okay so crazy yeah so crazy but um so he was, the, the tumor was the size of a grapefruit. Okay. And so, it, and it was sitting on top of his heart. Oh. It was squishing his heart like a pancake. Um, and then it was blocking the airway too. So his airway was like halfway blocked, which was causing the swelling, the cr- creepy cough. Okay. Um,
1: let's see, what else can I get into? <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the ER the doctors are telling you about all these kinds of cancer, did you guys stay that night, that night? Did they send you home?
2: So um, we were there obviously all weekend. Um, They couldn't do the biopsy until the swelling went down because of the risk of his tumor collapsing on the airway, blocking it all the way. Okay. Um, So it was a good thing that our doctor had started him on steroids because that already helps with like any inflammation and stuff like that. So, um, they kept more steroids going in them to help with inflammation. Um, and then, so we were there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And finally Monday came and that's when they did, were able to do the biopsy because the swelling had gone way down. So they went in and did the biopsy. Um, they took a tumor out of his neck and, um, Tuesday, he went in for a uh, spinal tap and his uh, bone marrow biopsy. And Wednesday is when we got the results. So Wednesday, I just remember being in the hospital, and they came up to our room and said, you know, he has stage 4 T-cell lymphoblastic non-Hodgkin's lymphoma.
0: Mm.
2: And you're going to be here for a whole month. And that's kind of when I lost it because I was like, are you kidding me? A (laughs) whole month. And they just like kind of went into the treatment plan. You know, it was just chemo and steroids. Um, And then he was at intermediate risk. And so what that means is like the first month, if the chemo and steroids didn't help, things weren't shrinking, that he would bump up to high risk and we'd have to be there another month. Um, but luckily the chemo and stuff helped that first month. So we were only there the first month and then in and out for two and a half years. Wow. Two and a half years of chemo. So,
1: oh my gosh,
2: long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> Such a
1: journey, especially with other kids. How yeah. did you yeah, that balance was that? So
2: hard, yeah. so hard. Cause I only left the hospital maybe a couple times. Yeah, that first month. Okay. I just felt like I needed to be there for Jax.
1: Mm -hmm. Like, well, how do you leave him? Yeah, you know, how do you like just go home?
2: Exactly. And you're there, and you miss your other kids, and you want to be there for them. But I just felt like Jax was my first priority. Yeah. And so when I had the opportunity to go home, you know, my husband would stay, or I had my sister in law stay. Um, That was so hard. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not there, you don't know what's going on. You don't know. Yeah, You know, if he's getting a new infection or...
1: Yeah. And we're like an hour and a half from primaries. Yeah. So it's not just like a jaunt down the road, you know? Yes, yes. I think the first time I actually officially met you was at primaries, Uh which is crazy. I went and visited her with our Relief Society presidency. And I... I walked in the room and saw Jackson. I started bawling. I didn't even know you guys. You had yeah. just moved into our neighborhood, yeah. like you said. And I just sat and bawled. And you were probably like, who is this girl <laughs> that is crying? Oh, it
2: was good to have somebody to cry with. And now we're like,
1: <laughs> such good friends. But on the flip <clears> side, <throat> Shannon was the friend that was at primaries when Tate was life flighted. She was there with Jackson. Oh, yep. And she texted me. And I said, I need you. And she came. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was so, down there for chemo treatment. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Surreal. That is crazy. Yeah. Yes. So how was chemo for Jax? How did he how did he handle the news? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know <laughs> I mean seven years old, you probably don't yes. really process it well, like I mean, we do. They don't
2: understand yeah. really like they've heard the word cancer, but I mean they don't really understand what it is. Yeah. You know, and that's one regret that I have looking back is not Sitting him down, looking him in the eyes, and just explaining a little bit what's going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was just so caught up in my emotions that I didn't like take care of him at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, that was that's rough because mm-hmm. they don't understand. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. understand, right? You yeah. know, because we had never been through it. Right. You know, you hear people going through it, but you don't really understand until. Well really it happens to you mm-hmm. yeah
0: one hundred percent
2: yep um so that first month was awful mm-hmm. <laughs> as you can imagine but you know it took I mean he got sick he had he started chemo right away mm-hmm. they told us that if we hadn't have caught it he wouldn't have lived maybe a week wow I mean because you know depression is hard like it, it you look like it's addiction. scary
0: just those First couple yes. what, two, three days? Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. I, I don't know how he made it through that night, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my father-in-law come up and give the priesthood blessing, and I mm-hmm. honestly think that that's just how he made it. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how to um, explain, like, my feelings. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like Whitney said, when you have a sick kid, you know, and you just you just want to help them get better and stuff, it's it's times a thousand because mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't do anything for them. Mm-hmm. You literally can't. You can't be like, oh, here's some Tylenol, like you'll get better.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't just
2: yeah, wrap of, them and
0: hold them and make yeah, it no. better, you know. You can't it's out of it's your it. hands. You're putting trust in so many other people. Yeah, yep, exactly. <clears throat> and just trusting the process too. Mm-hmm.
2: So he went in for like a CT scan, a PET scan, I'm sorry, PET scan to check, like to make sure there was no tumors anywhere else. And he was good. Mm-hmm. So he only had, he did have some cancer in the bone marrow. So it was just under 5%. If you okay. have 25% or more, it's leukemia. Okay. So, um, that's kind of an interesting fact. I didn't. Yeah. Know. I didn't that know that either. That is interesting. Yeah. Cause they're both blood cancers.
1: Um. So, the cancer he had is a kind of blood cancer, mm-hmm. but it grew a tumor. <clears throat> okay.
2: Yep. So, which is interesting that they didn't find it in his blood work.
1: Yeah. But, that is interesting. Right.
0: Yep. I always thought that was. Did you ever find, like, did, we, did you ever find out why? Did you ever ask that question? I guess, maybe. No. I'm gonna ask that yeah, question, right? <laughs> right.
2: Like,
0: yeah, blood cancer. Why My doctor's didn't show gonna those be like, "Why work? are you asking me this?" I'm like, "Just because I'm curious." Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah.
2: That is like interesting. leukemia. Their numbers are crazy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So, getting into like his treatments, um, that first month was pretty rough just because it was new to his body, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he dealt with, like, stomach pain and lots of nausea and vomiting and, Mm -hmm. you know, you get into, like, headaches. Um, He started developing some mouth sores. Mm. Um, And then going into the mouth sores, this was, you know, a little later, not in the first month, but he got them so bad, they actually went out his private. Oh, wow. Like, all the way down. Yeah. 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 Some tip though, if anyone Mm -hmm. has this or is going through (laughs) it, you can spray some chloroseptic on it and it kind of numbs your sores and Mm -hmm. it makes it easier to eat and stuff like that.
1: Okay.
2: We did that quite often
0: with
1: Jacks. Yeah, that's good. Did he hate treatments?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. In fact, still to this day, he hates talking about it. Yeah. I actually asked if he wanted to come and like talk, but he's Mm -hmm. like, no. I don't want to talk about that.
0: (laughs) Um, So the first month, like treatments are probably really aggressive. They are super
2: aggressive. And then you said
0: you had treatments for two and a half years after. Mm -hmm. And then so tell me what that's like, like after the first.
2: Okay, so um, we were there that first month. We actually got to come home a day before Valentine's Day. Okay. And what was cool is the whole community like. Got fire trucks and like oh. stuff like that. So we got to ride in a fire truck through town. Oh,
1: that's That awesome. was
2: so neat. And yeah. he thought that was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And the other two kids got to ride in it too. Mm-hmm. And it was like a parade down yeah. Main yeah. Street. That's you guys awesome. had some
1: really good community support, we I feel did. like. A yeah,
2: A ton. Yeah. yeah. But we got home and it, <sighs> I was so scary going home because I had to learn to be a nurse. Yeah. In such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being in the hospital and then like writing on the whiteboard and it was just chuck full of like all these numbers, like mm-hmm. your blood counts and like what they should be. And like.
0: Just so much information. T- taking all that mm-hmm. in, like it was so rough. Oh yeah. So <sighs> overwhelming. Yeah, Because you're taking that in plus everything else. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So you have to deal with like Jackson being diagnosed and like soaking all that in plus Learning how to be a nurse.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, anyways, going home was super stressful because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to look for. You know, it was just so scary because mm-hmm. at the hospital, they're all there to take care of it, you know. <clears throat> so the first couple nights were super rough. Um, the steroids make you so hungry. And Henri <laughs> um, and I remember him coming up to my bed. It was like two in the morning, and I just seen like his big round face because he gained a lot of weight that first month, mm-hmm. and he was so swollen. and he's like, "Mom." will you just please make me some cheese broccoli soup? And I'm like, but it's two in the morning. I'm not going to make
1: that. But but I'm hungry. (laughs) So
2: we got up and like he just had cereal, you know, but a couple days later I ended up making that for him. But, you know, constantly hungry and his emotions were everywhere. Plus Mm -hmm. being sick, um... You know, like I said, with the steroids, you gain lots of weight. But as we got deeper into treatments, he lost a lot of weight and he got so skinny. You know, you could see all the bones in his back. And it's just a dramatic change Oh yeah, to go from gaining all that weight and then losing all that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> something else, like we dealt with feeding tubes. And that was so awful. Oh, my gosh. Like at home, you know, because he threw up so much it's insane but he'd throw up and the feeding tube would come out and Mm -hmm. i'd have to put it back in oh my gosh oh i don't miss that at all yeah like it's seriously we had put it back in and he threw up all over me and my husband and Mm
1: -hmm. it was just
2: awful and he's Mm -hmm. screaming because you have to like kind of swallow and it like goes down oh yeah Mm -hmm. But when you're like sick and wanting to throw up, yeah, you don't want to like, like last thing you suck have. something in, you know? Yeah. Um. So like, I had to learn to feed him through that. Um. They also did a pick line that first month, so that's like how we could give him like his chemo and like any IVs and you know all that stuff. Um. And something funny, he said that. He he told the doctors if they ever did that to him again, he's gonna run away from the hospital <laughs> no. and hide in his truck.
1: <laughs> um, Poor kid had to go through so much. Yeah, it, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think my kids would do the same thing, like, heck no. Yes. <laughs> I think I would do yes. the same thing.
2: He actually got pretty silly sometimes too, you know. Mm-hmm. He liked the attention that he was getting. Mm-hmm. Um the nurses and doctors were so good down there. Um things that like kind of helped h- entertain him. Like they would, you know, like the syringes, mm-hmm. they'd let him fill those up with water and like squirt the doctors mm-hmm. and nurses. Oh, cute. They'd have water fights. Uh-huh.
1: Um, they're so good down there. They are. I feel like they they're just, so good. they're magic workers. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Props to I all the doctors and nurses. Yeah. yeah. They deal with a lot. Mm-hmm. There was actually one time that he had sushi, it had to be cooked sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, But he ate that and I am actually allergic to it. He didn't like touch me or anything but he like breathed on me mm-hmm. and that night I actually ended up in the ER at primary so. oh my
0: gosh did you know that you were allergic no uh-uh. till that night yep
2: wow. oh yep so I paid like 300 for a Benadryl it's, right. it's, it's fine, fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> thanks Jack oh. yeah he was puking I remember the nurse walking in and being like oh what did you eat <laughs> <laughs> so
1: bad oh. <laughs>
2: oh. Um, And then, so from that pick line, he actually ended up getting a blood clot. Mm -hmm. And we were on Lovenox shots for like three to six months because we had to keep doing Lovenox shots because some of the side effects from the chemo were blood clots. Oh, okay. So where he had had one, he's like already prone to getting more. Yeah. So it's like one thing after another. uh So I had to learn to do the shots twice a day. And I remember, like, when we were done with him, we had, like, this that huge thing of him and just being able to get rid of him and, like, his excitement. He was Aww. so excited to be done with that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Nobody likes to poke their right? kid. <laughs> um, I also learned how to, like, give him chemo. So there was, like, it's certain chemos that you do at home that I was able to just push through his port. um. Which support he actually got later on, after the pick line
0: incident and getting the blood clot, he was able to get his port.
1: Okay.
0: Um. And how how often like would you give him chemo? How um, often does that work? Or I mean, when, was, I, did it, it diff- when I did it, when I did it myself, yeah. yeah. So
2: it just depended on the chemo he was on, but I think it was I want to say like once a week when he was on that one. Okay. Yeah but we had home health come out and they would like check him and like Mm -hmm. they, they showed me how to do all that. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Home health is awesome too.
0: That is awesome. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, he also developed like neuropathy. So it's like a issue you get with your legs going through that, like stuff with like the nerves in your legs. So he would have a lot of pain and hard time walking. Um, he actually still deals with some of that. Not very often, but it does happen once in a while still. He'll complain of his legs hurting like that. Um, something else is like he'd have the skin peeling from his fingertips, you know, because it's just so toxic.
1: Oh, so like a side effect from the keel? Yes. Oh, yes. my God.
2: Um, and they actually like I had to be careful cleaning up his throw up and all that stuff because you can kind of get burned from it. Oh. Like I had a little bit of puke land on me one time, and you could just kind of feel a little bit of the burn. Mm-hmm. and that that's just scary. makes you sick, right? Yeah, like that's, that's a I mean, having yeah, to Yeah, it's going through his tiny little body, mm-hmm. you know, and it's killing all your good cells too. Mm-hmm. And that's what's hardest because then you get neutropenic or you get. You know, your immune compromised and you're able to get sick easy and so scary. So we like lived in a bubble mm-hmm. for two and a half years. Like yeah. when his counts were good, we tried to soak it up when we could, mm-hmm. you know, but when they were
1: low, it's just. Yeah. And he couldn't go to school during all no. this. He was home. So you yep. had to be a teacher, a mom, a nurse, a nurse. <laughs> you know, and then take care <laughs> yeah. of your household and your yeah. other kids.
0: Yeah. It was so How rough. was that for him? Like, cause you're not, a, you're not a kid. Mm-hmm. Did he did did he have those hard days mentally where he just yeah? I oh, mean yeah. I'm sure he would. Oh, Yeah. I just. Totally.
2: And days that he felt good, like Legos, mm-hmm. you know, watching movies or puzzles, things that like he could sit down and do mm-hmm. were awesome. Mm-hmm. But Legos were huge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking of like friends, like Yeah. You know. Yeah, got silent yep. play. Didn't mm-hmm. have a life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um he also like I remember when he started losing hair and like being at the hospital that first month and like I'd help him wash his hair and I just like globs of hair would come out. And Mm -hmm. it's so hard to like keep those emotions intact. Something me and my husband said was, you know, let's try not to cry in front of him, you know, because we wanted to make it better on him as much as we could. So crying not or not crying in front of him was the best Mm -hmm. thing to like try and keep him happy, you know? Mm And so, anytime we'd cry, we'd go into the bathroom and cry together. <laughs> and so, after we found out, you know, we were going to be there a month. That's the first thing we did: is we grabbed each other by the hand, went into the bathroom, we just
0: let, let it, out. it all
2: out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he was already scared, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, we didn't want to make it worse for him.
1: Yeah. So you guys are tough. Oh, I'm a yeah. baller. <laughs> oh, uh, did you guys i can't remember did everyone in your family shave their head for him we did so. yeah it
2: was actually my birthday <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday uh-huh. um no uh we had a big shaving party some of his friends all of our family came they shaved their head or like shaved like his initials in the back of their head
1: yeah
2: um he probably liked that he did yeah but it was really hard like, I remember him going into the bathroom, and he just started crying. Aww. He says, I don't want to be bald, and I'm fat. <laughs> oh, You know? Um, yeah,
1: because his body is changing. He changed
2: so much just yeah. in that first month. It was so hard to watch.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so one of the hardest times for Jackson was, it was like in July. So he was diagnosed January 15th. And in July, this was like it got into like the harshest part of treatments. Um, he developed MRSA in the blood system, oh. so I don't know if you guys have ever like had a staph infection or like MRSA, just like a sore. I've your heard skin. of it,
1: but I've yeah, I've never had to experience yeah. anything with it.
2: We've I've had s- MRSA before on my leg, and I actually have a scar from it. But this was in his blood system. It wasn't just a sore on the outside. Mm -hmm. It was in his blood. And he was in so much pain. It was the worst. Um, We had actually got family pictures the day before we ended up in the hospital. And during family pictures, like my husband had to like carry him on his shoulders and stuff because he couldn't even walk. And so I have these family pictures hanging up on my wall. And it's so hard to look at them because you can see the pain in his face. But he, like, held so tough so we could finish pictures. And we get home, and he just lost it. Mm-hmm. And we ended up in the yard ER and being admitted. And he actually was clawing the wall and screaming for help for hours. Mm. And, you know, Jackson is, was the type of kid that didn't like, like, he didn't like people to see him in pain. He didn't like to cry in front of people. So for him to be screaming for help... Mm-hmm. You know, we were in clinic, and he's literally clawing at the walls. And he'd grab onto things and squeeze so hard and just yelling for help. And he'd look at me and be like, Mommy, help me. You know, and I had to walk out of the room eventually because, I'm like, I can't do anything. I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walked out, and I actually had a guy come up to me. I went to get a bottle of water. And one of the guys that was in there with his kid came up to me, and he was like, okay. Um, I think you're going to need something stronger than that. <laughs> I was like, for real. <laughs> um, but I went back into the room and I tried to suck it up, you know, the doctors came in and, you know, they were trying to figure it all out. He had like a scan done on his back, like to check his bones because he was having excruciating back pain and groin pain. He couldn't walk. Um. So they had admitted us, and um, they did the blood work and whatnot. And then that night, we actually found out that it was MRSA. And he was in the hospital for like a week and a half just for this. You know, he kept fevering and so many side effects. But I I remember I'd have to carry him at night to, to, to the bathroom and drag the IV pole at the same time because he couldn't walk. And then you're hooked up to that dang pole.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And...
2: So I got a workout in that night, Mm -hmm. you know, he was up almost every hour just in pain because oxycodone didn't help, you know, they put him on all these pain meds and nothing was touching it.
1: Mm.
2: That has to be pretty bad.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know. That was probably like the hardest thing to watch. It totally was. It's one of those moments that you're completely helpless. Mm -hmm. Uh.
2: Yeah, but they actually found out that he had an infection in his port and so that's Like where the MRSA, yeah. So he had to get his port removed, um, and then we had to. This is probably why we were there even longer, but because you have to be negative tested negative for MRSA before you can get um, a new port Mm -hmm. or a pick line. Oh, Um, for forty eight hours, your tests have to be negative. So once they were negative for that long, he was able to go back in and get a second port. So he's got quite a few scars from the two ports and the biopsy yeah.
1: and and the ports go in their chest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What a yep. tough kid. Oh,
2: so I got to learn how to like access the port and like, you know, the chemo through the port and all that stuff. So that was very <laughs> oh. <laughs> interesting to learn, but these doctors and nurses that do this and, you know, they go to school for years and learn this, like, yeah, you guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that he struggled with was taking medicine, like liquid medicines. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was awful. It was a fight every day to take his medicine, and you're constantly on medicine when you're going through this. Um, because you're getting infections and just mm-hmm. constantly on medications. Um, there was actually a time where he was taking 23 pills. At oh a time. Gosh. Wow. But that's when he could take pills, and it was okay. The mm-hmm. liquid was awful.
1: Yeah.
2: And one of the nurses had told us, like, have him practice taking like mini M Ms, mm-hmm. and that'll help him take pills. And it totally worked. Oh, okay. good. So once he started taking pills, it was like game changer. Yeah. And it wasn't such a big fight, and then all that stress too. So that was nice. Um, More side effects from the chemo, like he'd get diarrhea, so there was lots of accidents with that. Um, Then they turn around and be constipated, Mm -hmm. you know? Two different side effects of these chemos that could go either way. Mm -hmm. It was a constant battle with that. Um, He had 23 spinal taps in total. So that's when they go in and, like, they take a sample of his... Spinal fluid, and then they actually push chemo through the spine, oh. so that first month, you know he had gone in for that first bone marrow biopsy, you know, and I told you it was just under five percent, so at the end of the month that was that just about cleared. Oh, he wow. was good, so um he didn't have to have a bone marrow transplant or anything like that, okay. so that was a huge blessing, because mm-hmm. yeah. those are very scary, yeah um. There was a lot of ER visits. We were constantly in and out of the ER. Like honestly, felt like we lived there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. There was a couple times when he passed out. So one time we were at our house when he passed out, and that scared the living tar out of me because you don't know if it's like some of their brain or like what's going on yeah. when they're going through this, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I. Instantly called his doctor because he came to and, like, seemed to be doing okay. And she said, take him into the ER, you know, have the echo and all that stuff done. And he was okay. Everything was fine. Um, But there was another time at the ER that we were there for um, an infection. I can't remember which one it was, but there's too many. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he stood up and, like... They took out his needle that they access him with, and blood just started running down to his stomach. Mm-hmm. And I remember him like looking down at it, and then like the nurse coming to like clean it up, and she put pressure on the port, which is probably a big no-no. Oh. Um, and he ended up passing out like after she bandaged it, and he stood up. He just went down to his knees and smacked his head on the cement, and I couldn't get there quick enough to help him. Mm -hmm. And they figured that she maybe blocked off the bronchial artery. I think Mm. that's what it's called. But yeah, it was so scary. Because then you get into like all those tests to make sure, you know, he's okay and didn't like pass out for some other reason. Yeah. Shoot. So many things, guys. Yeah, I keep bouncing I, around <laughs> everywhere. No, but as I'm listening to you, I'm like, this is oh, horrible.
0: Like, yeah. this is like Depressing. a living hell kind of for <laughs> yeah, a few yeah. years, you it know? It literally is. Yeah. And just to think, yeah, as a mother, like me trying to put myself into your shoes, mm-hmm. I'm like, you are strong (laughs) you know i and i know that you're probably just putting one foot in front of the other like take the next step just got to get through this like Mm -hmm. but holy moly
2: no you know you have people tell you that oh you're so strong Mm -hmm. like i don't know how you do it well at the time i'm thinking i don't know how i'm doing it either yeah Yeah. (laughs) and you don't feel strong i'm sure you feel like you
0: just want to break down all the time but
2: and you do yeah you're just drowning (laughs) in my favorite yeah. yeah My favorite place was the shower mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you could just go in and just let it all yep, out. That was my cry. favorite. Place. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, it's your place to just let it loose. Yes. yes. Um, but my husband was like the rock. He he tends to like I don't know. Maybe he bundles up his emotions, but he he kept in his emotions pretty good. So mm-hmm. it was like me crying on him all the time, and he was he helped me through it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he's the rock. Um. Uh, when he was just about done with treatments, this was in like November, he got to ring the bell for no chemo in May. Mm-hmm. He developed um, Bell's palsy. Have You guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Yes. And that was so freaky. I'm like, what the heck? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden I just see like him smile and only half of his face smiled. And the mm-hmm. other side was like droopy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my instant thought was, oh my gosh, do you have like a, another tumor? Yeah. Like what's going on? Um, so we took him into the ER and he had like the brain and had st- CTs and stuff like that to make sure he was good and he mm-hmm. was okay.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, they found a lot of gunk like in the sinuses, which was probably the viral cause of the Bell's palsy. Oh, Okay. But he dealt with it for a while. I think it was about a month that he oh, had it. Yeah. And was this
0: before he rang the bell or after? This
2: was before. Right before. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh. Wow. You're like, but we're so hot. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Oh.
2: Yeah. Um, so a lot of the good things that happened, because you know, we'll kind of get on to some of the good stuff. It's a lot of negative, you mm-hmm. know. Um, the, like Whitney was talking about, the community was just amazing. Mm-hmm. So amazing. Um, that first month in the hospital, like they started a GoFundMe. They started um, like T-shirts, bracelets, um jacks they had like a savings for jacks um they did raffles and auctions and decals um so much you guys i had people like stock my fridge and my Mm -hmm. pantry with food people donated like oh i think it was the neighborhood
1: Uh like gift cards for gas gas. yeah Yeah.
2: which was amazing because all the miles we put on our car Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so that was amazing. Um, They also did like jars at Kent's and release that people could donate. And those helped so much. They did mm-hmm. those for months. Yeah. And oh. it's like people don't realize that like, it's not just the first of treatment that mm-hmm. it's so hard. You get into it and it gets harder and mm-hmm. harder. Yeah. And those little jars helped out so much. Like, oh, here's 150. Like, mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Let's see. They put it in your yard too. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. Nice. That was the best thing ever. So was we had visionary homes build our home. Uh-huh. And they called me. This was a year later. Mm-hmm. This was the summer after. And they asked if they could put in our yard for our family. And what do you say to yeah. that? Uh-huh. Like, I just remember bawling and yes. thinking, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> awesome yeah. amazing and, and it kids? was incredible yes. there was,
1: our entire street was filled with cars and volunteers and people and yeah. they put in a whole day like wow it was it, like
2: extreme home makeover yeah for her so yard cool. and it, it's
1: gorgeous they did such Thank a you. great job yes yeah.
2: so visionary and mount sterling homes and then you know all the people that donated stuff yeah. like ring Girl donated like their seed and stuff so they did sod in the first half and then the back half of the yard is
1: from green girl their seed so okay. yeah that was so neat i know that is really neat we are so happy for you guys you totally deserve it thank mm-hmm. you. you know a place awesome. for your kids to go outside and play yeah. and you're yes. probably feeling this financial burden like you yes. can't afford to put right. grass in financial burden
0: know? like mm-hmm. time stressing with your time yes. you have children <clears throat> besides your son you have the other two correct mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. Just to have all that, and then yeah. your kids get a yard to, Yes. Like I remember them like peeking out the window and be
2: like, "Mom, oh. they're laying the grass." Oh, yeah, you know, and then they're so excited to be able to get out and go play, and uh-huh. you know, especially we weren't able to go do things very often. Yeah, they were able to go out and play in our yard, mm-hmm. right? So that was amazing. Yep. Yeah, forever grateful. Thanks, yes. visionary.
0: are <laughs> <laughs> listening. That's awesome. I
2: love it. Um, let's see. Um, we also had people do. Christmas for us
0: Okay.
2: I just remember like opening the front door and there's like several big bags you know like those huge stockings mm-hmm. just full of stuff and our our living room was chuck full of mm-hmm. stuff it was the biggest Christmas we've ever had mm-hmm. it was amazing <laughs> my husband and I just bawled and the kids bawled and it was so amazing um, we also had people like egg us for Easter because mm-hmm. he wasn't able to go to like the Easter egg hunts So that was really cool. Um, Another thing that's amazing is, like, your family, friends, and neighbors because it takes a village. Especially when you're going through something like this and, like, I'm constantly gone and Patch is having to work, Mm -hmm. you know, and I have the other two kids and they can't be at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it takes a village for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm forever grateful for my family and stuff for helping out with my kids and... It's so rough, bouncing back and forth between both Jax and my yeah, other two.
1: like feeling torn. mm mm-hmm. um,
2: Something else that I'm excited to talk about is the Make-A-Wish trip. That was so fun. So um, Jax wished to go to Florida, to go to Disney World. Okay. And like Universal and all mm-hmm. that. Um, at first, he wanted to go to Hawaii and swim with like – see the turtles and stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and then he changed his mind and me and my husband were like dang it <laughs> 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 but it was so awesome it was such a good experience um we stayed at give kids the world and that's everyone that works there is just volunteer they don't get paid to do it oh. it's just volunteered wow. work and you stay in like a little house and they have all kinds of stuff there. They like, even did like a day with Christmas. So they had Santa there. And like, I remember Jack's getting to play football with Santa and like, oh, that's you get so presents. Cool. Yeah. It was such a good experience. But like the parks, you don't have to wait in line. You can just. Go through the exit uh-huh. and get right on the ride wow. or, you know, flash your badge and you get to see the characters mm-hmm. and not have to wait in line. People are so good. Yeah. I actually remember being in the bathroom one time and a lady gave me $20. Mm-hmm. She's seen my shirt, Aww. you know, and was like, here, I just want to help out. Oh, my gosh. And I just lost it, yeah. you Aww. know, because
1: people are amazing. Yeah. There's so many good people out there. Mm-hmm. There's
2: so many good people. Yeah. Um. We were, you know how, like, you go on a ride and you come out and, like, you enter through a store? hmm Well, my kids were looking at rocks, like, these really cool rocks, and a worker came up to him and was like, Mickey wants to buy these for you, and they bought them the rocks. Oh, Aww. my gosh. And... Then you have, like, workers that, like, sell the popcorn and drinks and stuff and gave my kids free
1: popcorn and mm-hmm. slushy drinks. Oh. It was the most amazing yeah. trip. That is yeah. amazing. I'm glad and that was, you guys got that. Yeah, it was probably as good for Jax as it was for your other kids because this whole time yes. they've been <clears throat> kind of on the back burner, you mm-hmm. know, watching their brother suffer totally. and not getting as much attention from mm-hmm. their parents. Yeah, So they probably enjoyed this so yes. much just – you I know. Mean, all the all fun. of them. Like just yeah. getting to
0: have that happy heart, right? yeah. you know? You guys totally deserved it. It was very mm-hmm. good.
2: So, another thing that like helped keep him entertained, because, you know, you have to keep him positive as mm-hmm. much as possible. We don't want him to. I don't know. You got to keep him positive. Yeah. yeah. So, my sister in law gave him this kit. It was a Pudo kit. <laughs> <I really laughs> so. Um, it's Play-Doh. Okay. But you make a turd out of oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. came it. with like a peanut and a corn. Oh my gosh. So we are like, okay, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. We've got to like prank a nurse.
0: Yeah. So oh. we waited for
2: the perfect nurse, like one that was like super outgoing, mm-hmm. easy, you know, funny. Um, wouldn't get mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of them would, but... Um, he made one and kind of put it like inside of his basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. Well, he stood up and it fell on the floor <laughs> and he just bust out laughing. Of course, he couldn't hold it together. <laughs> you know, he he's being silly. And the nurse looks down and was like, what is that (laughs) so he starts laughing even more and he's like i poop my pants well i actually bent down and like scooped it up Uh and held it and i was like what should we do with this (laughs) and this nurse is like um what are you doing why are you holding it and I actually threw it at
1: her. Oh, you oh, did?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. She just laughed and laughed uh-huh. and told us about things that she had done in the past, kind of like that, you oh, know? was so funny. I didn't uh-huh.
1: know they make Right? Like <laughs> I know <laughs> who would buy that well your sister but yeah so of course yeah. Yes. oh my gosh and for a little boy like uh-huh. <laughs>
0: what better thing yeah correct? right I know <laughs> especially that age when they're I was gonna say yeah, like right? with my
1: boys it's constant like mm-hmm. always being gross right <laughs> right
0: right oh I love that but it was so
1: good like cute. you just
2: have to keep their spirits up make yeah, them laugh yeah. you know yeah. We need to laugh too. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to get caught up in like the financial plus mm-hmm. the burden of having your child suffer for, for so long. Right. Like it's good to put a smile on. You're going to put something gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he missed a lot of school. So he missed half of second grade and half of third grade because it was towards the end of second. So he missed the whole last half and then he missed the whole first of third grade. And then, you know, um, you get into like a year of treatments and then you go, go to maintenance, which is just once a month of chemo. So things get a lot better. So he was able to go back into school. I think it was in January the next year. So
1: that was really good for him. Yeah. But he had to like wear a mask and yep. be so sanitary, which is like God, funny now. We've gone through the pandemic yep. and we all wore a mask. It made me feel for him though. I really yes. thought of him. I was like, oh, Jax did this. I can do this. Right. You know, like. And it was probably so hard for him because he just yeah, had to be clean all the time. And it's so easy to get sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was that stressful for you to like send him out into school and be worried about him getting the flu? Yes. I
2: I debated on maybe not sending him back, but at the same time I was like, you know what? He needs the social life because he's just been, I mean, he couldn't even play with friends or anything like that very often unless, you know, so it was good for him to go back. And he was so excited. His class sang to him Mm -hmm. and like... Cheered him on when he came in. Yeah, yeah, but to be the only one wearing a mask and at that time, like yeah. when he said, "No one's wearing them," it was just him. Yeah. yeah. So that was so hard. He hated wearing it. Yeah, hated
1: it. How was his mental health through all of this? So did he ever have a time that he just was done with it all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: That time with the MRSA was the worst. Yeah. And he he's just he actually <laughs> he put his hand to heaven and asked God to take him because oh. he was in so much pain. So, I mean, you know, to go from that extreme to being such a positive kid, too, yeah. it's its crazy. But, you know, yeah. he really was a positive kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He
1: really was. If you know Jax, he doesn't <clears throat> talk about it. He doesn't. He's not negative. He's just, like, happy. Like, let's go have fun. Yeah. Yeah. In fact,
2: I remember the first month when we were in there, and you're up in the cancer unit, and you can hear, like, other kids screaming and crying and and this was still so new to us, and I just remember Jacks going, "Mom, let's pray for those kids." And I just Aww. remember him getting down and like praying for them. He didn't mm-hmm. pray for himself; he mm-hmm. prayed for them. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, kid!" Yeah, <sighs> killing c- me. Yeah. We can learn so much from
0: children, <laughs> <I> can't we? <know. laughs> like, yeah, what an amazing little boy. Yeah, he really
2: is. In oh. fact, to be honest, I honestly think he's the one that kept me going, mm-hmm. which yeah. is so stupid to say. No, no it's but he honestly was so positive and. I mean that helped me stay positive, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Cuz it's so easy to get down in the dumps and mm-hmm. get negative and why me? why us, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I actually remember blaming God for a while too. Mm-hmm. Like why mm-hmm. does my child have to suffer for so long? Like this right. is r- ridiculous. Yeah. Um but then like I had a blessing and my mood changed and mm-hmm. you know Things got better, and we just thought, you know, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Whatever it's in the Lord's hand, Mm -hmm. whichever way it goes, yeah. Mm -hmm. We just gotta be
0: positive. Yep. You just gotta control what you can control. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Which is not always easy. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) No. So you did treatments for two and a half years, and then what did that look like? Did his counts just finally go away, or go down low enough? He like they considered it not cancer anymore. He was cancer
2: free. Um. So. Um, his tumor like went away after a couple months mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they just keep doing that, you know, treatments and stuff for the two and a half years in hopes that it won't come back. So they told us that if he can go five years off treatment, that most likely he's cured. Oh, wow. So we got a couple more years to go and I'll relax even more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so right now he's doing really good. Yeah. You know, he still does with like stuff, like I said, once in a great while, but- really that's it like he's yeah
0: back wow. to
1: normal Good. for the most part yeah. and you just yeah. have
0: your moments where you're like yeah ah.
1: yes <laughs> yes when you guys first got the diagnosis you said it was stage four mm-hmm. those words alone are terrifying mm, I that. did they give you odds of like beating this or what did that feel like did you feel like you're gonna bury your son like were you terrified oh yeah what yeah, What was going through your guys' head?
2: Yeah, that totally crossed our minds, you yeah. know, because when they said, oh, you know, he maybe has a week to live, like, if you don't yeah. start chemo right away, yeah. like, and you don't even know if the chemo's going to work, right? like, those thoughts are definitely yeah. running through, you know, and he was, he was a very tough kid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you guys I, beat the odds, really. We totally did. Yeah. Yeah that that's incredible a week to live yep.
2: I wish I could like show you guys the picture maybe we could post it yeah but, we like could totally a picture post it. of like his tumor mm, and yeah. on his heart and then the tumor after it was gone yeah it's incredible
1: right wow modern
2: medicine really oh. though yeah but that's something else is like childhood cancer doesn't get hardly any funding yeah that's, and I've it breaks that. That. Which is my an, heart
1: is crazy to yeah. me
2: because they're kids, they haven't lived, you know, mm-hmm. lived their life yet. You think that maybe they would get more funding, but they don't. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's like 4%, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which isn't very much. So a lot of their chemos are actually, I think, adult chemos. And oh. which is why, you know, it takes so long because they can't just push it through them like they can mm-hmm. an adult because mm-hmm. their bodies are too little. Yeah,
1: right, You know? Was the cancer he had a rare cancer? Or is it pretty common?
2: Um, it's... Pretty common, but there's like a B cell and a T cell, mm-hmm. and he had the T cell, and the T cell's more aggressive. Okay. So that's why it was like a fast growing aggressive cancer, and they had to start chemo right away. And
1: yeah. So, yeah. life now, I mean, besides his leg stuff, he's a pretty normal kid. He's back to playing baseball, he's yep. playing with friends, going yep. to school.
2: Yep. And he's not in special ed anymore either. That was yeah. another thing is he was in special ed because he needed the extra help. Yeah. You know, he had missed so much school mm-hmm. and he hated being in it. It was good for him, but he hated it because yeah. mm-hmm. he knew he was different. He was getting pulled out of class, Yeah, you know, so it wasn't benefiting him really anymore right. than just being in class. Yeah. So he was able to graduate from that just this
0: last year.
1: Oh. Yeah, so, awesome.
2: that was so bittersweet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you know.
0: Yeah. Does he? Do you guys go? How often are your checkups?
2: Okay, so um, after treatments, we went monthly still for a while, and then he went down to every three months, mm-hmm. and then right now we're down to every six months. Okay um and then it will be yearly until he's 18.
0: Okay. So how is that taking him to his checkups? Does he do you both
2: yep. have a little PTSD? Uh, just a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't like going down. He mm-hmm. he definitely hates it. But I like it because it's reassuring. Yes. You know, you get the blood work and the physical exam and that's basically all it is. Okay. You know, and it's just reassuring to me, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Like we're good, we're healthy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He actually goes back in August, and they will do an echo this time, so okay. that will be nice. Yeah, we make sure his heart's still good. Yes, yeah. Because at one point there was like floppy tissue around his heart, mm-hmm. which they said,
1: you know, it's not going to cause any issues. He's okay, okay. but
2: yeah. you know, it's just that reassurity yeah, you that everything's know. okay.
1: Yeah. What about like every time he gets a cough or you just like hold your breath?
2: totally. And he actually has a chronic cough. Yeah. So he coughs all the time. And like right now with the pandemic, mm -hmm. it's so frustrating Mm because it's like, oh, do I send you to school? Like, of course I'm going to send you (laughs) because it's a chronic cough. But we have to explain to like his teachers and everybody else that he's not sick. He doesn't have COVID. It's just a chronic cough. Like he deals with it all the time. Yeah. And that was pretty frustrating during treatments because if he needed a spinal tap or something, you know, they don't like to sedate you if you have oh, a cough yeah. like that. So that was frustrating because he dealt with all the time. And I think his doctor would get pressured too, like all the stern cough, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but it ended up working out and like he'd get sedated anyway because they knew he's okay. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't sick, sickness. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. There's so much more that you have to deal with than I think everyone realizes you know mm-hmm. like a cancer diagnosis is not just a cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. there's all the side so effects so many the layers yeah. yeah I thought that as
0: she was talking I thought I mean I yeah we just don't know we don't know what these families go through
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know I mean no one knows what people go through but yeah I really don't know
1: right yeah. you know
0: so I've loved listening to you just so I know yeah a little bit more mm-hmm. into the life of a family Right. Who deals with this?
2: That's why I was grateful I could come on the show because spreading awareness alone to childhood cancer is, you know, we mm-hmm. need to spread awareness to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely.
2: You know, and I, something I wanted to put out there for like the moms is like, Don't worry about the finances, the stress of the money, Mm -hmm. like how I was telling you that first night before we found out he had cancer, you know, we want to take him to the ER, but we didn't because we we don't want the bill. Don't stress about money because I always kick myself Mm -hmm. for not taking him because what if he didn't make it that night? That would have been on me Mm because I didn't want to take him in. So if you ever have that feeling like something's going on. Mm Advocate for your kid. Yeah. Because you just don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll yep. all work out. Yep.
1: It'll work out.
2: Yep. And you make payments. Yeah. I've <laughs> made so many payments. Yeah. Oh, here's $20. This
1: is what I can do. Yes. But yeah, they,
2: most people are
1: so good to work with you. Yeah. You know? He's probably your million-dollar baby now.
2: Oh, my gosh. Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
1: Thank you for insurance. Right. You know? Yeah.
2: Thank you. Even though our insurance is. isn't the best, mm. what would we do without it? Yeah. Oh. In fact, he actually had an allergic reaction to a chemo one time, and he was gasping for air and started getting itchy, you know, and it was so scary, and they came and stopped it right away, um, and then they put an antibiotic through, you know, and then he had an allergic reaction to the antibiotic. What? It was insane. Uh. <laughs> that was a lot. So in place of that um, chemo, that he had an allergic reaction to, um, he had to do Erwinia, And so that chemo, you'd have to go down to primaries three days a week for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And each time was $20,000. Oh, my gosh. So I remember them coming in and being like, oh, we're going to contact your insurance and make sure that they'll cover it. And I'm like...
1: Um, yeah, please. Like, what is that? $120,000 yeah. in yeah. two weeks.
2: And I can't tell you how many rounds of that he had. He right. had so many of those. Oh
1: my God. It's so, like I
2: guarantee your insurance was billed. Like, I bet you didn't I'll even be- want to you- open your mail. No.
0: <laughs> 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 Never.
1: Oh so my bad. gosh. Yeah.
0: Oh, shoot. You know, well,
2: but people are amazing. Like, all the donations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that helps so much, and we could put it away. So when a bill came, like we had some the money to help pay it, yeah, you know. But once that runs out,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. just like here's
2: twenty bucks. Yeah, again. yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And you're still like the pharmacy, like all your medicines and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not like that's out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
1: it just doesn't end, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. is so. he on medicines now? Nope, that's great. Nope, he's good. Yeah. Oh, no so twenty three
2: pills a day thing. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, <I'm> so
1: grateful. <gasps> yeah, I can't imagine.
0: No twenty three
1: pills. Is that insane? As a a seven
2: year old taking twenty three pills? I would
0: struggle right now. Right? So, yeah. Me too. <laughs> I don't I hate to pills. <laughs> well, so in your, we always ask this question. I feel like you probably answered it, but I'm going to ask you again. Mm-hmm. Um in your darkest moments, watching your child, watching your family, watching you and your husband, what helped you see the light? What helped you to keep going?
2: Well, you know, I was on the cancer mom page. They have a Utah cancer mom page. And so Mm -hmm. it was nice to be able to like vent to them. And like, people would always tell us there's a light at the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. you know, which is hard to see when you're in your darkest Mm -hmm. part of the tunnel. Oh yeah. You don't (laughs) see the light.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but like, We figured out some outlets to help us. Like uh, um, my husband and I started working out and like lifting weights because you have have to do something to Mm -hmm. let out, whether Mm -hmm. you go on a walk, you read a book, do whatever makes you happy, you know, Mm -hmm. because if you don't, you're going to just get into depression and let it eat you up. And it's so easy to do that. Mm -hmm. So you got to find an outlet, you know. And at the hospital, I would color in adult coloring books. You know, yes. the little lines uh-huh. with like the milky pens or whatever yeah. you call them. Yeah. <laughs> Gel pens. Yes. That was awesome. Um, But yeah, it's, I don't know. You just yeah. got to find something to let it out. Otherwise mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to
0: see that light. You yeah. got to stay positive.
2: Yeah. My dad always told us growing up, PMA,
0: positive mental attitude. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just have to. Yeah. You have to find the positive yep. even when yep. it's hard to. If
1: you're always
2: negative, you ain't going to see
1: the light. Yeah.
0: I agree. Got to be positive.
1: Yeah. Well, you guys are a great example of a positive family and just Thanks. pushing through, watching Jacks recover, and he's doing so good now. We're so happy for you guys. And Thank you. I hope you hit that five-year mark and clean scans, clean Me everything. <laughs> Me too. Thank <laughs> you. How Thank much you. longer do you have till then? Till? How many years has you been oh, cancer-free? Sorry. Um, Three. So you have two more years. Yep, two more years. You guys got this. Yep. You're on the downhill.
2: Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, and Jackson wanted me to tell um, anyone going through this, any kids or adults, to keep going strong. Don't give up.
1: Oh, no, what a kid.
2: What a kid. Right. I, I, love I love him. Love that. He didn't want to come talk, but he wanted yes, me to say but that. He wanted so you to say that. Be strong. That's yes. awesome. Strong like Jacks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Jackson's strong. Together. Yep yes together we're stronger
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it well thank you so much Shannon for coming on and telling us your story telling us all about Jackson and just being who you are you're such a light I love it
0: (laughs) yes thank you And I yeah I'm grateful that I got to sit here and listen to you thank you you
2: guys are awesome I love what you guys are doing so thank you awesome ladies
1: (laughs) thanks everyone for listening